0: We had been discussing chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. And so far we had seen in the first 10 verses Arjuna's plea to Bhagawan to give him the right knowledge. And in that response we heard from 11 to verse 30, the profound knowledge, the philosophy of our culture, what is self and what is non-self, what is permanent, what is impermanent. From our day-to-day life's perspective also, it is always better or required that you perform your duties as per your Swadharma. Whatever is the real nature is, work accordingly. Go with the flow if you try to go against the current, which is your own nature, your vasanas, your desires, your mental makeup, there will be revolt and that may create negative impressions on your mind. So even from that perspective, where you are today in the station of life, look at what is appropriate actions for you and follow that dharma. Then Bhagavan said, okay, you have to do your actions there is no excuse why I am in this situation, how I came to this point. But because I am at this point, that I have to do actions accordingly. Now that I have understood how I came to this point and what is my nature, that I must act in this world. But having this attitude of mind, that no matter what comes out of my actions, the results are something which I do not control. And if I know that my goal in life is to get the unending happiness, when do I want it? Today, now? And what is the duration of the happiness? Forever. There is never a time I think it is okay to be unhappy. So if my goal of life is to have unending happiness, and I also come to the conclusion that the nature of this world is to act in the manner of this cause and effect relationship, and therefore it may not be always conducive to me. Then, to keep my happiness intact, I should be equanimous to whatever comes out of the Dukha, labha or dukkha, laba or alaba, jaya or avjaya, at the mental level, at the intellectual or the physical level. I must know that there may be outcome some point of time which may not be conducive to me but then I have to move on from there. So Bhagavan said, having that attitude, Tato Yuddha then engage yourself into this battle of life. evam papam avapsasi, thou shall not incur any sin. There will not be any negative impressions of your actions on your mind. No matter what the result would be. Result may be conducive or unconducive. But one thing you are guaranteed. That there shall not be any negative impression. No papa you will incur. Papa we have seen. Just a purely negative impression on my mind. Esha te abhihita sankhya. I have given you this knowledge of sankhya. This wisdom of... The philosophy, which tells you what is right and what is wrong, what is permanent or impermanent. But then knowledge alone will not be very useful, as we now have discussed so many times before. Having just a recipe book is not going to be very useful. Me reciting or me memorizing the whole recipe book and reciting also not going to be very helpful, which is what we typically do. We learn Gita, we memorize and recite Bhagavan said, That's not going to help you. You have to apply it, then it will be useful. So then he says, Buddhi yoga tvimam shirana. So now listen to me how you can apply the knowledge into your life and make an application, then it will become a Buddhi yoga. Knowledge, once taken and then applied, becomes a Buddhi yoga. Without knowledge, my application will be wrong without reading the instruction how to assemble this furniture which I bought. We do all the time. We buy something and then there is an there is an instruction comes with it, right? One, either we are too impatient or we are so confident that I can figure it out. Then we start putting all together and the one step we take wrong, we have to disassemble whatever we have done. Because I am not reading the manual and take one step at a time. Step one, then step two, then step three, and then step four. What we do is get, I could figure out step one and two, and then I figured out step four and five, but I've missed step three. So now I'm at step five, but nothing makes sense. So I have to go back and undo it. The Bhagavan said, this knowledge, once understood, you will know how to act in this life now applying that will become a buddhi yoga buddhi yoga, now listen to me how then you can apply this knowledge buddhya yukto yaya partha karma bandham prhasyasi so what is the benefit i was living my life before i was whatever i could think is right i was doing it because we always say whatever it is but i thought it was right at that time whatever the result came I have to face it by the time I thought it was right and therefore I did it. He said, You're right, but because you never had this training of how to do it. Well I went to my music teacher, but before that I already recorded an album. It's not that I think I I don't know how to sing. I can sing. I already recorded an album. Then I went to the music teacher and the first thing he said is, I have to undo what you have done so far. Then only you can learn something. Because you were doing things probably were not right, but you thought that's only because other people who didn't understand enough music, they said, you're doing so well. So I thought I'm so great. I was doing it, but not in a methodical manner. Therefore, I never understood what is wrong with my music. Now that I understand music, then apply that music into my application, singing a song it will come out right. Therefore Bhagavan said, now that you have learned the knowledge, applying that will become Buddha Yoga. Yaya Partha Karma Bandham prahaschasi. So what is the outcome? You will not be bound by your actions. Right now my life is nothing but the chain reaction of I do something, the world reacts. The world reacts. Sometimes the reaction is conducive to me, sometimes it is not. But that reaction becomes another cause for me to act again. So this chain continues. I act, the world react. That reaction becomes another prompting for me to act. We are bound by our own actions. Once the action is performed, the result is guaranteed. And we have to either enjoy it or suffer it. But you will be free from this bondage. Because of the knowledge. The knowledge which you learn you will convert it into yoga. So the next few verses, he is selling his own philosophy. Nobody ever promoted Krishna. He himself promoted all his life. Na iha abhikramanasaha asti Pratyavayo na vidyade swalpam apyasyadharmasya drayate mahatobhayat this application of the knowledge which you have learned, the knowledge we already learned, the self is permanent, everything else is impermanent, the death is only for the body, not for the self. If the mind and intellect is the jiva which is going to carry the impressions from this life to the next life. So what is happening in my this life is actually maybe connected to what I may have done someplace else, if I am, as Swamiji gives example, if I am punished today as whatever the position I am in, it must be that something was done in a, some other state I was and now it is catching up with me. So what I am facing today, it seems like that must be the result of what I have done in the past. So this is this karma bandha. I do something and I have to be available to face it. If you apply this knowledge, there is no loss of efforts. Na iha abhikrama na shaha. See, most of the time our worry is that I'll be putting this effort, but will it bear any fruits? I've been working so hard, but not going anywhere. So the first guarantee, once you apply this knowledge and act in this world, there is no loss of efforts. Even a little I apply will bear the result. So results are guaranteed. Good results are guaranteed without binding yourself to the karma phala. vidyate. vidyadehya. Another you know, worry we have is, you say this medication is good for you, Neil, but what are the side effects? I will have side effects. You know. The only wrong reaction is the pratyavaya. It's a technical term from the Karmakand. that in the Karmakand when you are performing any ritual, there are two dangers. One is, I may not be able to finish it. I take up on some puja, and I may go to step one, two, and three, and there are totally five steps, but I stop at three, because I don't have energy left or time left to do the other four and five. So those steps bear no result. The incomplete, incomplete project bears no fruit. They are no value. All your efforts are down the drain. That's one danger. Second danger is I may do it in a wrong wrong sequence, as I said, you know. Because I did not know what is the right sequence, I may do step one, two, then four, five, then three, then seven and eight, and then six, all jumbled up. It will give me wrong results. I thought I'm going to New York. But because instead of going straight on 95 north, first I take 295, then go a little 95 north, then take an exit somewhere going east. So what happens is I don't end up at the destination which I have decided. That's called prativaya. I end up in a wrong location. I was going there, I end up here. I was performing this ritual to get this result, and that's called Pratyavaya. Bhagavan said in this case there is no prativaya. First of all, there is no loss of access. Whatever you did, it goes into your account. If your goal was to make a million dollars, but you only make $10,000 and put it in an account, it's still $10,000 there. It's not gone away. It's going towards your goal, towards a million dollars, but still will remain in your account and bear interest. So no loss of any efforts once you follow this path. Secondly, there is no danger of having side effects or wrong results you'll always be marching toward the same goal. Whether you reach there now, you reach there a year from now, or a ten years from now, but whatever distance you have traveled, still remain in your account. What is that for you to lose? It's a win-win situation. Swalpam apyasya dharmasya, even a little application of this, Rayate Mahato Bhayat will relieve you from the great danger. Because we have been listening to all this karmakanda saying, Satyana and puja, you do everything right, but do not take prasad, just as Kalavati did. There will be a great danger. It's easier not to do Satyana puja than do it and miss taking prasad or something, and then Bhagavan will be very mad at me. But one said there is no danger here. You will be relieved from this great fear that my actions may be wrong, that may give me a wrong result. So you must understand what is the knowledge, what is right, and then apply it. It is as simple as that. Then no matter what the situation will be, you will be the winner. But without understanding, it's a great danger, the great fear. It reminds me, when I was in second-year architecture, I was an architecture student. I had a very close friend who was a mechanical engineering student. He was a very bright student, but one day I went to his room, and he was very upset. And I said, what's happening? He said, you know, Neil, I think I'm going to fail this time. I don't know what, what can I do, because my parents will be upset. I said, how can you fail me? You're a pretty bright student. He said, yeah, everything is right except one subject this mechanical drawing, machine drawing. they He said, boy, I just can't understand. You know? I'm going to fail that subject, and therefore I'll flunk this semester. No matter what I try, I don't understand. Now, I'm an architecture student, okay? So I said, drawing can be drawing. How different it can be from the drawing which I know. So I said, give me your book for a day, and I'll come and teach you tomorrow. Because I have a confidence. What we learn as architects is how to visualize objects. And then draw plan, elevation, and Saxon. Plan is what you see from the top, elevation which, which you see from the front and a side, and Saxon, when you cut that open, what you see. They call it front view, top view, and side view. And then cross view. That's the only difference. Now, I didn't know that, but I had confidence that I know how to draw. We have learned how to draw in the first two years of architecture. So I did machine drawing. I So the only difference is, instead of building or a furniture, it's a machine part. So I read it and the next day. I went to him and explained to him how to see it, how to imagine this machine part, and then see what you're going to see there and then draw it. And he said, oh, yeah, that's pretty simple. I said, that's all it is. You have to apply what the knowledge of how to draw a drawing. Then apply it to anything, and it will be the same thing. He understood the machine drawing and he at least got a passing mark and he moved on. So Bhagavan said, once you know what the basics are, I didn't know machine drawing. I never took a class in machine drawing. What I knew is how to draw, period. Now you can show me anything to draw and i will figure out how to draw. But without knowing how to draw, then machine drawing was a huge problem. I may put effort but not finish it. I may do it wrong and it will come out wrong. That fear, Bhagavan said, you will be relieved from. You will have no fear of acting in this world. Because we are always afraid what will happen to my actions. He said, you will be relieved from that. Swalpam apyasya dharmas, even the little application of this knowledge, will relieve you from this great fear. Vyavasayatnika buddhihi ekeha kurunandana. Bahusakahi anantascha buddhayo avyavasahina. Next few verses, a criticism of what was going on at the time of Mahabharata. This is a clear criticism of Karmakanda, ritual-based religion. What has happened, as Swamiji says, that the means has become the goal. The rituals are there for purification of my mind and intellect. Goal is to purify my mind and intellect so I can contemplate and meditate and realize who I am. But those rituals became the goal, not the means. So the rituals are given elaborately and that's your goal, is to perform this ritual. And then the rituals will give you results which you will enjoy here and hereafter. And that misled people of what is the goal of life, how to get happiness. buddhi hi ekeha kurunandana That buddhi should be single-pointed in achieving anything. Once it is organized and resolved, that's my goal, it should be single-pointedly acting on it. But bahusakahi sākahi buddhayo cha but because I have so many desires and so many goals, this buddhi is not focused. So my efforts are not focused in one single goal, which should be my happiness. How do I get happiness? My goal is not to make money. My goal is not to acquire things. All these things are means for my happiness. But right now I have taken them as The goal of my life is to achieve things, accomplish things. These are supposed to be just a means for me to get happiness. So Bhagawan says, Bahusakha, their energy scattered over various goals demanded by this mind and intellect. So many desires and so many goals. So... How can you have the single-pointedness and how can you get that happiness? Those who are not single-pointed, there are too many goals and too many desires and too many endeavours and therefore they are not going anywhere. And these people who have not understood what is the meaning or what is the goal of Vedas they use flowery language and Swami said in Vedas there are three sections one is the mantra section then Brahmana section and then Upanishads some of them will say there are four sections but basically there is a Brahmana sections, which is the Karmakant which gives elaborate instructions about how to achieve what go Here and hereafter. That all these rituals are eventually to give you more pleasure in the life after. I may not be enjoying life right here, but because of this, what I'm doing, I'll have a swarga. So this goal of achieving all these pleasures hereafter, so they use this flowery language to tell you, do this ritual and then you shall get the benefit of this. Then you will will do this, and then you will get a benefit of this. So you have this so attractive brochures. What you are going to get, the prospect and a client. Prospect, you give them a nice little brochures. But once you become a client, it's a completely different treatment. This is a joke I heard about. The lawyer dies and ends up in heaven. But then they say, oh, sorry, sir, we made a mistake. You're not supposed to be here. You should be going back because we made a mistake. So the guy said, well, okay, next shuttle to the earth two hours from now, but you can walk around in this garden. You know, just don't take the last elevator. There's one elevator at the end of the garden. Okay, that goes to hell. You're not supposed to take it. The guy said, I don't know what kind of a deal is this. Let me go and find out. He goes down, takes the elevator, even though it's forbidden. And then there's a nice little you know, reception room. Nice, you know, receptionist and all the sales girl. The nice brochures about to play, welcome to hell. Here are the facilities we have, How what we'll enjoy. And I figured out those guys have a big racket going on in the churches and all these places that don't go to hell, don't go to hell. Well, all this fun is here, you know. So I know where to go. So anyway, he goes back, he comes back to the earth. His real time comes, he comes back. And he well, look, because we had allowed you last time by mistake, we are giving you free pass, that you can stay in heaven. He said, no, no, I have no interest in staying in heaven. He so what where do you want to go? He said, I want to go take the elevator and go down. He takes the elevator, goes down, and there, Satan with his trident and oil burning going on, and people are screaming. He said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, there's a mistake here. He said, what's the mistake? The last time I came here, it was pretty nice, you know, there's nice, you know, brochures. He said, sir, you were a prospect at the time. Now you're a client, you know. <laughs> Flowery language. The Brahmins are saying do this ritual and you will get this benefit, you do this, then you will do, it. then even if you don't Vedavadara Taha na Anyat Asti they say there is nothing else but to gain this Swarga. Kamatmana Swarga para Janma Karma falapradam Pradam kriya Visheshabahulam Bhogai Eshwari Gatim Pratim full of desires. Their goal is to achieve heaven. And then Janma, Karma, Falap, Pradam. They are engaging in activity which is giving the next birth and the next birth. Kriya, Vise, and They are engaged in many, many activities because there are too many goals. Bhoge, Aishwarya, Gatim, Prati. They are all directed towards bhoga and Aishwarya. Enjoyment and Lordship. We'll stop here. O Sarve Babantu Sukina, Sarve Santu Niramayaha, Sarve Bhadranipashyantu, Ma Kaschiddukha Bhagbave, O Shantihi, Shantihi. Shanti Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om.